Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. What is going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Hookah Shisha Podcast, episode one, numero uno. I am one of your hosts, a co-host. My name is Sean, also known as Smoker Pass, and I am joined here by... My name's Sean. (laughs) What's up, guys? Uh, My name's Sean. I'm from uh, customer service over at Hookah Dash Shisha. Um... You, many of you guys have probably uh, talked to me at one point or the other about the, uh, you know, your orders or, or any questions about products. But yeah, just uh, kind of joining in on this podcast, getting it going. Um, I'm excited. What about you, Sean? Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, this is the first take, so we're just kind of getting our feet wet in the world of um, podcasts. But yeah, this is going to be fun. Once again, that is Sean from customer service. I am Sean from. I guess marketing, uh, you would yeah. say. I'm in the yeah, videos. I, yeah, I, I create your your emails that you get to read and uh, the images on our banner and our sites and whatnot. That's the things that I do. So we both got together and we're going to talk about some hookah stuff. But also we're going to be talking about kind of just like what we've been doing as far as things that we've watched, things that are going down in our area. And we'll always, always each podcast let you know the one thing that we learned about hookah this week because every week we learn something new because we talk to several several of you and we're also trying out different things so there's always something something new out there but we'll get to that on the very end so starting things off since this is a hookah podcast what are we smoking and i'm gonna let sean go ahead and kick things off while i get my bowl smoking oh man uh what am i smoking Oh, gosh. You guys, if you've ever talked to me on customer service and asked for, like, a hookah recommendation, I always go for the Ferris Griffin. Got my uh, trusty workhorse, uh, just basic kind of Egyptian-style pipe. Um, uh, Using a clean, uh, freshly washed aluminum D-hose. And uh, got the Samtars Vitria uh, 2, the metal one. Uh, I think it's gold. Um, and the Lotus 2 on top. So, uh, you know, smoking that rig. Got uh, the new Nirvana Othmani, uh, the cranberry one. Cranberry. This, what's it called? Um, <laughs> cranberry, on cranberry citrus something. And a little bit of mint thrown in there. Um, okay. Well, yeah, but that's what I've got going on. All right. Yeah, the Nirvana stuff is uh, definitely some new stuff, and they've got some interesting, interesting names. But I'm glad that you pointed out that you're using a clean D-hose, <laughs> because I am, I am someone that will point out when something is not clean. So I, I like that you threw that in there. But as far as myself, uh, I am also using a Vitria bowl, although mine is not metal. I like keeping things original, and I'm using the glass Vitria. And I'm also using a Lotus 2 as well. Uh, my particular setup... I am a big fan of these hookahs, and I use this hookah every day. It is the Regal Melic Stem, and uh, that's the that's the big boy. And I've got a clean <laughs> aluminum <laughs> D-hose to go with mine. And inside of my bowl, I am smoking some Trifecta Hipster Mint with a little bit of Trifecta Pineapple. Kind of just something new as far as my taste buds as we're getting into the spring season. But uh, yeah, so this is... This is how we're rocking. We both got Vitria bowls. Both of our names are Sean. This is this is a weird start to our podcast. It's, it's a very weird start. And <laughs> listeners, I do want to make note 
that when he says he will point something out that is not clean, he does it often. I hear it probably two or three times a week. And uh, it's, it's that's actually, just to you. Everyone else gets more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just to me. Um, I, I mean, I've seen him uh, to one of my coworkers take his stem out of the base when he was setting it up just to go explain how to clean it better for like a good <laughs> half hour. That's not a joke. I wish that was a joke. That is a story that has happened. Look, I just want everyone to enjoy a nice, clean, and tasty session. I can't sit there and just let someone have like a cringe-worthy setup just right next to me. If I'm in arm's reach distance, I'm going to try and help. <laughs> and even if you don't hear me or not, I'm going to explain <laughs> why this session would be that much better if you just cleaned a couple of spots. Um, a couple you know, of spots, that's it. Just a couple of spots. So yes, I am, I am the neat freak OCD um, kind of guy, which is... I think that's why I have some problems going to hookah lounges because I'm not in complete control of the pipe. Like sometimes, and I, I have done this a couple times, um, I have cleaned bases at hookah lounges because I just don't think that they're clean enough. Like I've, I've asked, like, do you guys have some brushes back there? And they're like, yeah, why? I'm like, I just want to go scrub out the base that y'all are going to use on my hookah. I'm like, uh, well, we cleaned it. I'm like, yeah, let me just... Let me just, just go. Just sneak in there and do it one more time. Just one more time. One more time. I got a stem brush as well. Yeah, I just need to get just a little bit of this out of there. Yeah, and I also arrive sometimes with my own hose. I think that's pretty common though. I feel like that one's oh, yeah. not too crazy um, to just have an extra hose, especially for the people, because there are some people that like to just hang out at lounges, which is totally cool. Um, but yeah, grab your own hose. You can just come there and you just have, you know, your own hose. You don't have to worry about the hookah or getting the bowl prep, anything like that. You can just kick back and enjoy it with your own hose. Exactly. Exactly. Very common. Very common. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So when it comes to us sitting down and smoking, uh, we entertain ourselves with video games and music and other forms of entertainment like you folks at home. Uh, so watching movies is kind of uh, one of my highlights or things to do when it comes to hookah what about yourself yeah yeah definitely uh movies is fantastic um video games uh i've been playing a lot of nintendo switch recently that's one of my favorite things to do just kick back smoke play switch um a lot of youtube but yeah yeah just movies tv just kind of digital digital media all righty what's the last movie you saw the last movie hmm uh well <laughs> Uh, the last new movie I saw was uh, Captain Marvel. Word, yeah, same, yeah. same. Was, uh, was, uh, did you did you enjoy it? Uh, you know, it was okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. I just thought it kind of lacked any flair. But I think, and I, and I think as a whole, in the kind of Marvel cinematic universe, it fits. It's good. But you know, yeah. other than that, it, it was okay. Yeah, I was. It had, uh, it, it had its it had its funny bits. Yes, it definitely had its funny bits, and Samuel Jackson in that movie is perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, but it was it was definitely interesting on the Marvel side of things to have, um, you know, the somewhat invincible character that doesn't really have any down moments. That's what really kind of caught me off guard because mm -hmm. you know coming from like Black Panther, I mean he's tossed off the waterfall and like 20 minutes into the movie and you're like whoa wait hold on the main character just died what happened here wait um, wait 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 oh god captain marvel captain marvel is just like no i'm 
I'm pretty much knocking out anything that's in front of me. Let's just keep this movie going. Let's keep going. She's handcuffed and is just beating the ever living crap out of dudes. Like I'm like, okay, that's that's a little extreme. <laughs> but you know, it, it's uh, it's gonna build up for a perfect, uh, you know, end game movie, and uh, I think that's gonna be really fun. But it, it would be an interesting movie if there wasn't you know avengers right around the corner like i wonder how that movie would sit if it was released like i don't know like after thor one like you know like it would be just kind of a weird sort of uh story to throw out there so the timing i feel like is right for this movie especially after like the success of all the other solo origin movies that have come out it's uh it's cool it's i'm i'm all for marvel so i'm always enjoying any sort of comic book to live action movie do you think uh do you think stan lee ever looks down from heaven and just sees memes about like infinity war and just gets really disappointed in us (laughs) (laughs) i don't think he's disappointed uh it's definitely it's interesting because you know stan lee was one of the guys like there's an old old youtube uh video from a comic con i believe in the 80s and, uh, you know, one of his things was is that he was saying is that, you know, soon enough, you'll be able to see all of your favorite comic book heroes on the big screen and they'll be teamed up together and they'll be on your TVs. They'll be everywhere that you can, you know, find a TV. You'll be able to see live action versions of your superheroes. And, you know, it was it seemed outlandish back then just because of the quality of live action comic book <laughs> shows back then. I mean, if you look back at the old spider-man the old hulk those things you know you you kind of go back and try to watch them for nostalgia but then you realize it's kind of hard because it's just very i mean like the costumes the explosions i mean it's it's a little little hard to watch it's a lot it's 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 not a little hard to watch it's a lot of hard to watch it's it's just just have to look past some things you know it's like going back and watching like og power rangers like it worked as a kid but as a grown-up, I don't think that's something that anyone our age is, you know, kicking back and watching old-school reruns of uh, Power Rangers. It's, it's um, like where each episode you have to go, all right, sure, like six times, <laughs> like six times an episode. Like, you know what? All right, that's fine. Like, yeah, It's like, did they even paint this guy all the way? He's just kind of just halfway in on set, just like, hey, I'm here. Just shoot <laughs> hey. from the torso up. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. But what's interesting is that uh, the first movie that Stan Lee wanted to have uh, as, you know, to kind of launch the cinematic universe was Ant-Man. He really wanted Ant-Man to be the first superhero movie. And I got to think about back then as far as like the first big Marvel, you know, superhero movie, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at Iron Man and Spider-Man and their launch and looking at you know cgi effects back then compared to the ant-man movie that we have now just how i feel like it would have been a terrible terrible launch for the movies to have the ant-man start off because i feel like we got a really really kick-ass ant-man movie you know with the technology that's around right now versus way back then oh definitely yeah i mean I, I, it surprises me actually that he wanted to kick it off with Ant Man because that's his favorite. I mean, for that's one of his favorites, yeah. For me, I don't know. Ant Man's just kind of lackluster. I'm not a huge fan of Ant Man. Like, sure, okay, cool, but like, I don't know. I don't care about him. <laughs> but like, so that that that's very curious to me that like like that was the one he wanted, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know how that would have gone. Yeah. 
been said, we got Iron Man and uh, Spider Man, and I mean uh, Iron Man was an awesome, awesome start. Uh, but uh, have have you read the uh, the first appearance of Iron Man? Have I read the first appearance of Iron Man? Yeah, a long, long time ago. I've gone through my first appearance series. I had a kick where I, that's all I wanted to read was everyone's intro into the Marvel world. That is a hundred percent my favorite, my favorite origin story. And like what I appreciated about the movie, just Iron Man one was that other than the time period, it was basically the same. That that yeah. kind of initial origin, it was that intro where he builds that suit was like mm-hmm. shot for shot. It was so good. I really enjoyed that movie. That was a good, yeah, good origin launch. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could really make this a Marvel podcast <laughs> if you think about it. And no, we, we could, could go, we could. Or a comic book podcast so to say let's jump things over we are a company that is based out of austin texas and best tacos in the world (laughs) a lot of people come to austin and they probably do what everyone else does that you know is not from austin they look around they say wow this place looks awesome and then they end up moving here (laughs) and that's why our traffic is terrible and it's hard to find a place to live out here because so many people are moving out here but one of the things that happened uh, recently was south by southwest which is mm-hmm. a massive massive festival that pretty much shuts down the city for two weeks um, and some of us that live here really enjoy south by and some of us really really hate south by so what side are you on sean uh i definitely not the biggest fan of south by i uh not my scene just really not i the long lines and the packed shows and the the all that nope I'll, hard pass hard pass. so you see you stay at home i stay at home in my pjs if i want to listen to the show the like the music i'll just put on my headphones I'm just like, it's easy <laughs> it's easy it's not that hard i don't have to go to a packed sweaty show to see, like, to hear good music. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 fun if it's not hard, but South by is hard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can you can pay for it, you know, to kind of have the convenience of skipping the lines, which is something that I will do. But I will only do it if I can get a deal, and that usually mm-hmm. comes across from Craigslist or friend of a friend. Uh, very rarely am I going to pay full price for something in my city to go have fun but i definitely like to go out to the shows and whatnot um you know going solo is the best because you only have to focus about what you can see in here so i just hang out right in the middle in the back right near the sound booth perfect sound i'm in and i'm out i'm back home smoking and that's how i get down but one of the things for south by that's really fun is that they bring a lot of art and a lot of different artists and so i know this is the only time that I can bump into Sean during South by is at the <laughs> is at the art event, which is just going through and just seeing a bunch of different people and just buying their art. And that's something that me and you both had some fun with uh, this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a it's an event called Flatstock um, that uh, set up in like the convention center, just in a kind of a big expo hall. Man, it's awesome. There's just rows after rows of just local art you know art from all around you know uh people who design band prints like posters um like the official like like concert designs just everything and anything it is just so good and that is the only thing that is worth it for south by for me (laughs) and it's free it's literally a free event so i mean like it's it's just it's perfect like parking's not that hard around that time because everybody's going home 
you know it's it's just great all around it's free ah so good so So one of the things for for me i don't know if this is a problem with you is that i have even the art that i got you know the past south by and the south by before that i definitely have you know sitting nice and flat away from dust and clutter but one highlight there is that it's not in a frame. I, <laughs> I, I can buy all the art, but when it comes to framing, that's when you know the prices start to get up there. You, you're spending time measuring and getting custom frames done. It gets pretty pricey, but collecting art is always super fun. And I think you know that kind of comes uh, to play with a little bit of like what we do with with hookah to a degree. You know, uh, it's 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 art in our eyes. You know, once you have it as like a hobby, and that's why you have different styles, different bowls, different sorts of tweaks that you have on your setup, you know, you're building a collection uh, of things. You know, you may not use it all the time, but you have it. It's there. It's, you yeah. know, it's if, if you want it. And it's it's something about the art. Yeah. You know, I've got a picture of a kind of like a, a beaver with glasses. He's wearing a construction hat. But, you know, it's it's art. <laughs> Why would you have that? I think it's awesome. <laughs> that's that's yeah, all. That's, you know, that's it's a beaver with a hat. Come on. I have a tattoo <laughs> with a unicorn with sharks for arms on my chest. Why? This is a it's true awesome. fact. Because it's awesome. It's art. It's art. I love it. It's like <laughs> one of the cool. It's like the coolest thing in the world to me. But like everybody asks, why? Because it's because it's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> all about the art forever forever Forever. alrighty so as far as uh, collections go um, we talked about this briefly uh, in the beginning but as far as collecting new pieces and new additions we're going to talk about some new additions that we have on the site and that is two brands um, from the same company but that is Nirvana Eclipse and uh, Nirvana Othmani Eclipse is going to be the dark leaf flavor lineup from Nirvana and that still has Doha in it which is going to give you a crazy crazy buzz so if you're someone that is looking for a strong kick in your session the Nirvana Eclipse has you covered with their blend and um, Othmani is another uh, brand from them but this is their blonde leaf uh, collection so this is going to be something that can be enjoyed by everyone Um, but it's just another it's a shorter flavorless lineup but they're just some really awesome pre-made mixes um, out there so I know that we both pretty much enjoyed both brands. I mean, Othmani was a brand that was around a few years back, and then they kind of uh, went away, and now they're back on the scene. But Nirvana uh, Eclipse is new, and that's something that we got to try out um, as they were working on their batches in the office. We got to try those out. And boy, was it a buzzy, buzzy experience. Uh, it definitely was. Uh, <laughs> if any of you know me, it is a, I'm a heavy dark leaf smoker. Um, you know, I smoked nothing but Tangiers for like two two years straight, and then just started smoking all dark leaf. Um, Azure black, you know, the Azure black line. It's just trifecta dark, you know, just all across the board. I packed a bowl of Nirvana Eclipse, and like took like probably four or five puffs, and I was uh, woke up on the couch an hour and a half later. <laughs> I was out. It put me down. Oh, it was so good. Down goes Fraser. Out like I like. I my nicotine tolerance is through the roof, and like that was that was a plus. Let me tell you, that was a nice <laughs> feeling to have. It doesn't hit me as hard now. Definitely, you know, it's that was kind of a, a one time go. But don't let that intimidate intimidate you. That is very good. 
Yeah, I was gonna say for for me it was uh, preparing a bowl while working and then trying to work while smoking. That is <laughs> not the particular type of tobacco to do that with. Um, I feel like that's definitely for the people that are looking to relax, unwind. Um, if it's your midday smoke, it's it's gonna change the outcome of your day <laughs> slightly. There might be like a small little like dip in performance. Uh, for a like small period of time. There, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, it was like, okay, let's test out this flavor. And I'm smoking and typing. And then I'm just like, man, I just want to kind of just chill out for a bit. And just gonna stare at my screen. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Othmani side, the Othmani side is definitely going to be just more for uh, the people that are just looking to try new mixes, new flavors, maybe find a new component to add to an existing mix. Um but yeah, the Ahmani was, or the uh, the Eclipse was like, okay, you guys enjoyed Nirvana Shisha, all right? Well, let's let's crank it up a bit. And one of the things that I really like about the Nirvana brand, what they did around, or what they did this time around, is they had their production uh, being done in Dubai for a small period of time, and they have changed things back to making it here in the U.S. So they have complete control over everything, the cut, the amount of Doha in each batch. I mean, these guys are on top of it now. And the stuff is coming out phenomenal. So if you have not tried Othmani or Eclipse and you're looking for a buzz or just some new flavors to try, go ahead and give that a try and uh, let us know what you think. So uh, one of the things that we are going to be doing for each of these podcasts, um, once again, thank you for listening so far of our first episode, is to point out uh, some things that we've learned about hookah. What did you learn about hookah? Um, So... I don't know if you want to kick things off or I can kick things off. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll kick things off. Um, so I learned that uh, that <clears throat> product uh, manufacturers, if you're if you're listening, uh, you should not underestimate uh, the consumer and the person who will be using the end uh, end uh, end game product. So, uh, uh, Sean, you you've known me for a little while now, and and when the Lotus Two came out. Uh, one of the one of the biggest things people said about it, you know, that comes with that little key, so you can lift up the the vents and and move it around and everything. Correct, correct. And it's a separate piece, and one of the things people kind of said about it was, well, what happens if you lose the key? And for the longest time, my response was always like, don't lose the key, dummy. And I lost my key today. <laughs> I have no I have no idea where it is. I'm I'm assuming my cat took it somewhere. I'm not really sure where. I live in a small house. It is not not a lot of places it could go. And uh, now I'm having to just kind of kind of figure it out from there. Um, so yeah, I uh, learned that uh, no one's above mistakes, and we're always <laughs> learning. Yep. And uh, that's what really this is all about. And uh, I, will, I will go on the record here. I have a Lotus 2 that I was uh, testing out originally. And then I have a second Lotus 2, which was from the final production. And both of those Lotus 2s do not have keys. And <laughs> I, <clears throat> I live in a two-story house. And <clears throat> I gave up looking after five minutes. <clears throat> yep. So I am using tongs, which I think are perfectly fine. I've got some kind of like needle point style tongs that work perfectly fine it just slides right in i can get it on and off i won't go on record and say that it's safer by any way or that it's more functional because it's definitely not i still have some sort of fear when i pick it up just a little bit 
Uh, but it's, it's it's working for now. So maybe you know if enough of us in the office lose these keys, uh, maybe we'll reach out to Cloud and see if we can just get just keys. Just, <laughs> can you just send us a bag of keys? <laughs> yeah, just keys. You might see a product page pop up that just says Lotus Two Keys, and uh, that's that's what that is. So um, <clears throat> for my I guess thing that I learned about Hookah is uh, one of the things that I've done this past, I'm going to say month or so, is I've actually started to experiment with flat charcoal again. Um, I haven't used flat charcoal in, oof, like year, two years, I'm not sure. It's been, it's been a long time, you know, once I realized that I was just getting more bang for my buck out of cube-sized charcoal. Uh, that's pretty much how my packing method was kind of catered to and just how I prepare my bowls. It's just how I enjoyed it. But one day I ran out of cube charcoal and the only thing that I found was this, you know, little 16-piece sampler box of flat charcoal of titanium. And so I tried those out and it's fine. I really enjoy it. Uh, I don't know if it's just with the Lotus 2 um, in effect, but using uh, flats, I've really enjoyed them. So uh, in that, I just decided to kind of try out some more flats. And the one flats that I jumped to was the Prestige Jumbo Flat. So a little bit thicker than your normal flat, but definitely not as big as cubes. Um, they are hot. If you are looking for a high heat charcoal Prestige, Jumbo Flats are hot. Um, really just two of these things inside of my Lotus has been very, very good. You know, I light up a third one just to have on the side if I ever want to just toss it in to kind of increase the heat a little bit. But really just using two of those jumbo flats, it gets gets really nice and toasty. And um, it's definitely, I would say it's on par with the way that I've been packing with uh, my cube setups. Um, I would say it's kind of just like scale lower, but I still feel like it's a really good, really good heat. Uh, on top, I've now switched back to uh, Coco Brico flats for this current session that I'm smoking, and I can definitely tell the difference because I have three Coco Brico flats inside of my Lotus 2, and I was only using two jumbo flats inside of my Lotus 2. So there's really a big difference there in the amount of heat that comes off of these charcoal, uh, for sure. Because I could not stand a full uh, three set of coals jumbo flats inside of Lotus 2. I, I would smoke my bowl in a second. But uh, you know what? You learn something new every week. All right. I, bet, I bet I could do the three jumbo flats. <clears throat> I bet you could. I bet you could. <laughs> some of us like to smoke hot. Some of us like to smoke hotter. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, Sean is on the hotter side of things. I can smoke, you know, warm, hotter bowls, you know, depending on what the flavor is. You know, I don't want to smoke like a, a hot bowl of social smoke. I don't feel like there's any sort of uh, reward from that. But kind of heating up a bowl of haze or overheating a bowl slightly of uh, particular trifecta flavors really kind of changes the flavor and I feel like it improves it just a little bit but everyone has different taste buds and once again some people like it hotter, hotter. yeah I, if, if, if my bowl is not just pouring smoke out of it for a good two two and a half hours I'm not I'm not happy I'm just not happy so maybe we'll bring that up on set about it we'll bring that up on the next podcast possibly what is a hookah session to you because everyone has you know a different idea of what that's going to be like all right so uh we'll leave you guys on that just kind of just what we've learned about hookah once again this was our first podcast our feet 
I would say we're we're toes deep in the water right now. We're not we're not fully in there yet, but we're we, we still got some more episodes to uh, to record. You know, it's gonna be a weekly yeah. thing. So we definitely definitely thank you all that are here for this first round. Um, if you forgot already, I'm Smoker Pass, and I'm Sean. And I think that's it. I think we got it. I think we got one Did, in the books. I think we dipped our toe in, and the water is warm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're good. Okay, it's time to uh, cannonball next time. <laughs> all right, so thank you all for watching, not watching, listening, and uh, we will smoke you on the next podcast. All right? Take it Catch easy. Catch you later. Peace. <laughs> Wait, how did we get Jay-Z to do the intro? <laughs>